It's shake and bake, and I help. I met her at the Burger King. We fell in the machine. Hey, where's the meat? We have the meat. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. This is Heartburn Honeys with Jason and Stephanie and food. You ate it, Ralph. Howdy, folks. Uh, we're doing a quick one here today. That's what um, she said. <laughs> we're in my living room right now. We're getting ready to watch a movie for a thing that we're doing. Um, yeah, you know, the Masochist Movie Collective. Uh, we're not telling you which movie. But we decided to stop at uh, we, a new place. No, okay, it's not a new place. place you've never been before. <laughs> yes, Taco Bell. <laughs> and we are trying the what is this thing called the chick, crispy chicken sandwich taco i already like the shell it's in it's like mm. a gordita or chalupa shell it's not fried but it's mm-hmm. thick and it's soft and it's a small it's very small yeah. oh yeah it's just one chicken tender with a sauce it's like on... a cheesy sauce yep and i'm looking and no i don't see any jalapeno on this one so they screwed us over on, on the... Uh, how dare they? During their busiest time, how dare they make yeah. a simple human error. <laughs> so, uh, truth be told, I've already had this, but... Barge of lies. <laughs> Go ahead. Mm-hmm. That's good. That sauce is kind of tangy. Mm-hmm. This is in no way near any kind of Mexican food. No. <laughs> Maybe Texican food. Texican food. I think I think we have a uh, episode title. Yeah, like what's up with this Tex Mex? <laughs> Why didn't they just call it Texican? Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. I mean it's small. I'm glad you made the recommendation to order an extra taco. Mm-hmm. We, we, each got, we each got our, our go-to, which is a Doritos Locos taco, because um, those are just so good. Yeah, this tender is decent. Mm-hmm. It's a better tender than I would expect from Taco Bell, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. Yeah, it's actually tender. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a real piece of chicken breast meat there. Mm. Better than some things I've had at, like, Burger King. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on an episode yet. Um, but Burger King has something called mozzarella sticks, uh, I might have mentioned this. Uh, my advice is don't. They're horrible. They look about the size of their... Have you ever seen the chicken fries? Mm-hmm. I don't care for chicken fries. They're about that size, you know, that... So they're not, you know... It's not like an Arby's mozzarella stick or, you know, like your standard, like, uh, Denny's or, you know, a, a real mozzarella stick. It's like this little... this little uh chode yeah uh, yeah pretty much (laughs) let's call it a chode 
Um, and they're just, they were rubbery and, I mean, there was no, no sign that there was actually any real mozzarella in it. It's weird because the things Burger King does well, it does really well, but it should probably just stick to those things. Agreed. They're revamping it though. I think that they're changing the menu a little and I think they are going to do that. They're going to focus. And their Impossible Whopper, that's good. I think Burger King has zero choice right now. They have to. You know, they always carried a veggie burger, a Morningstar mm -hmm. veggie burger. It wasn't really on like the drive through menu, but they were the only fast food place I could think of that did that. And mm -hmm. that's a decent burger. So they've got good food, but it's like when they try to experiment, it gets real weird. Right. I like a croissant sandwich, too. That's decent. I mean, I now my loyalty for breakfast has switched to Wendy's, <laughs> but... I'll eat a croissant. Uh, so, yeah, I just think Bur Burger King's got issues right now. Well, um, everyone, the monarchy's not real popular. Every, everyone's eating their lunch. Uh, and not in the good way. I don't know what that means. Uh, basically, McDonald's, Wendy's, Arby's, everyone is blowing by them as far as food sales go. I mean... They have some of the worst coffee I've oh ever God. had in my life. But if you're a little backed up, mm. get yourself a Burger King coffee. It's like milk Do of magnesia. <laughs> <coughs> Do they still call it BK Joe? I don't know because I have not ordered BK coffee mm. in years because it's terrible. Because I heard a rumor at one time that, and of course this is just a rumor, that they had to call it BK Joe because they couldn't really call it coffee. A lot of people say the same thing about KFC. Mm-hmm. I think both of those things are false. The KFC thing is false. It's because um, initials are, you know, were a hot thing for a long time, so... I thought it was also to limit their association with Kentucky. That could be too. Because Kentucky, you know, is uh at the time I think was there was some creationism nonsense happening. Oh, still is. They still have the Creation Museum and now the Ark Encounter. Is it free to go? Is it like donation only? Because I kinda oh, no. wanna go, but I don't want to give them money. Oh no. It's uh apparently $20 to get in and $20 to park. What? Yep. You can park in, like, literally all of Kentucky. Have you seen it? Oh, it's I know. It's God's parking lot. Um, you could park... Ugh. Yeah, you could park everywhere. Um, you could park at the Florence Hall and take the shuttle bus. You, you, could, you could fill up 80% of that parking lot and still have, you know... You know, still have 20% left for, you know, non-attendance of that place. I mean, cause... $20, that's almost as expensive as the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the airport, you can solicit sex. I bet you can't solicit <laughs> sex at the Creation Museum. Oh, God, no. And no, she I'm... probably could, because people who are the most, like, publicly moral are the secret freaks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up, uh... 
I'm gonna look on Groupon and see if there's like Ark Encounter uh, Groupons or anything just for because I think we have to go. Uh, Didn't AJ Jacobs go and talk to the guy? I don't know. I think he did. But oh, Kenham is. Uh, yeah, if if I couldn't go for free, <laughs> I couldn't give Ken Ham any money because he is he is the scum of the earth. Um, I feel bad for the poor people working the museum, though. I hope they're getting some of that money. Well, they get they have to sign um, a statement of faith in order to work for him. Excuse me. I guess that makes sense. It's a religious organization. That makes sense. You have to sign a statement of faith to work at the Creation Museum and Ark Encounter. I bet, yeah. And that checks. by the way, even if you're the janitor. I mean, no, but that, that does check. Because I, I guess they probably don't want um, shenanigans. But there's plenty of videos out there of, like, you know, atheists visit the Ark Encounter, atheists visit the Creation Museum. Aren't there rides? Like, that's really what's, what I'm getting at. Mm -mm. Like, you could slide down the neck of a dinosaur. Not that I know of. Well, then what is the point? It's educational. Although, although Ken is thinking about putting, uh, not, not our Ken, uh, Ken Ham, has now, you know, he's securing funding to build a real-life Tower of Babel. <laughs> okay, idea. So it's, say, magnetized or in some way movie prop-esque. And you could pay money to blow a plastic horn, recyclable plastic horn, and the walls could tumble down. Um, oh, that's the walls of Jericho. That's the walls of Jericho, not the Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel, multiculturalism. They could hook up with Duolingo. And by the that way, that judgmental owl, you know. <laughs> and by the way, uh, the Tower of Babel is like grain of truth. Uh, there is it, it was based around uh, an even older structure known as the Marduk Ziggurat. The story was built around that structure. But, yeah. <laughs> well? Yeah, we'll have to look, uh, I'll have to look at Groupon and see if there's anything. Because I know Oliver has also uh, expressed interest in going to the Ark Encounter. But, you know, like we said, we don't want to give them money. Can you imagine if a group of us, the ages we are and looking the way we do, rolled up to the Ark Encounter? <laughs> I'll be like, Hi. I'm Penelope, and these are my three husbands. <laughs> three? Well, I imagine we're taking Steve. Oh, and Jason's nearby. We could bring Jason to Oh, uh, yeah. There we go. And these are my four husbands? <laughs> We'd get run out of Kentucky. Or they'd ask... We might be into so it. So they're... Or they'd ask, so they're your cousins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real strong family resemblance. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Well, that was fun. <laughs> oh, Lord. I would not want four husbands. 
good at having one husband. I wouldn't want four wives. No, I would have to kill you all. I would insure you all for exactly $30,000, like we learned on Forensic Files. Yeah. I wouldn't want 300 wives and 700 concubines. Can you imagine the Google Calendar, what that looks like? <sighs> Dear God. Yeah, um, I, I'm following, well, so, I, I call it watching when I put them, when I put places on a, or, you know, accounts on a list, rather than following, because, you know, I don't actually, they don't know they're on a list and that I'm watching them. That sounds so ominous, out of context, I love it. On, on, the, on the Bible account. No, leave it out <laughs> of context. <laughs> so, I'm following, um... Oh, which one? I can't remember which which account it was, but they said uh, the Bible clearly defines marriage between one man and one woman and seventeen head of cattle <laughs> <laughs> and her maids. Because remember, uh, I am keeping. Uh, if, if you follow the Bible blog, which by the way, uh, I'm horrible at. I'm horrible at uh, promotion, self promotion, especially. As you self-promote, yes. Well, this is the first <laughs> time I've done it, you know, really, um, in a long time. But, um, I, on the blog, I am also keeping track of the biblical biblical definition of marriage. It's a list. <laughs> because it's one man, one woman, one man and... One woman and her sister, or one man, uh, one woman, her sister, uh, her sister's maid, and uh, another maid. Mary got knocked up before she got married. Mm-hmm. Jesus had two dads. Mm-hmm. Ooh, if you say that to evangelicals, they want you to quote the scripture, and I'm like, do you not believe in the Heavenly Father? And then they call me a Facebook troll. Which, they're not wrong. I am a Facebook troll. But, it's like, have you not read the Bible? Are you telling me that you don't believe in our Father? <laughs> yes, I am reading, you know, as, as I've mentioned before, I am reading the Bible. and My mom's real impressed with that, by the way. <laughs> well, makes me happy. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it, honestly. I'm at the Ten Commandments right now, or the Ten-ish Oh, like that movie we watched with that guy? Yeah. With the perm and the other guy with the skirt? Yep. That went on for like four hours? Yep. Yeah, we're, we just got to the Ten Commandments, like the, the recitation of the Ten Commandments that just seemed to go on and on. And on. Imagine being in that crowd and thinking that the commandments are going to be like something mystical or whatnot. And they get up there and it's like, honor your parents. You would feel cheated. You'd mm-hmm. be like, I stood mm-hmm. in line for this shit. There's, it gets even worse because then after the whole coveting thing, you have like this break in the action. Which, by the way. The whole coveting thing. I like the way you phrase that. <laughs> uh, after that, 
uh, God goes back to giving the commandments. And the next up is about how to build an altar to, you know, sacrifice to him. By the way, you can't use uh, chiseled stone for your altar. No, it's impossible to clean. Um, it's like your kitchen table. Everything gets in the cracks. You have to use uh, natural stone or preferably earth. Um, and then it goes into um, how to treat your slaves. Because, you know, slavery is a thing. Um, and it just keeps going on for like 600 commandments. So, and I know it's coming after, after Mo, uh, uh, breaks the first set, he goes back up on the mountain and then God writes out another set of 10, which have really nothing to do with anything at all. Butterfingers. He was like, he cannot carry another 600 commandments. I don't have time for this. Here's just 10. Yeah, so. See what you can do with this. Um, the 10th commandment in the second set is, Thou shalt not seethe a baby goat in its mother's milk. It's either that's that's a really interesting stew recipe. Thank you. Say, yeah, that's just a that's just a dinner order. <laughs> it's just DoorDash. It's like when I say to you, I want anything except for pizza. <laughs> um, you know, like the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of weeks. Um, it's like wow. A lot of good food in the Bible. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to get dry for a while because, uh, you know, after, after Exodus, of course, is Leviticus, which I'm going to kind of gloss over. Oh, that's not going to be dry. You're going to hear some interesting stuff from Leviticus. Get Um, ready for some rubbernecking. hmm? You'll be like, what happened that this had to become a law? Exactly. Uh, and then uh, Numbers, or Deuteronomy and Numbers. I can't wait to get to Job. Just because I have a lot to say about that story. Uh, anyway, should we uh, finish this up and uh, watch our movie and... Uh, by, by the way, I have bonus clip here. Uh, what are we calling this? The tricycle of love. Clean up the couch, jeez. I'm cleaning up the couch. You see what I'm doing? <laughs> yes, we have what Stephanie is calling, not me. <laughs> the tricycle of love. Uh, we have Doc Pinko, Steve Cloutier with a review. So he's our third wheel segment. After this slight musical interlude, the next voice you hear will be Steve. No, not yet. Happy snacking, everyone. Later, taters.
and welcome to Hat Rack Harry's. Um, hashtag Tony's? Just a minute. Let me check. Let me check. Let me look it up. Oh, Heartburn Honeys. That's right. Um, welcome to Heartburn Honeys. I'm Steve Cloutier, the special correspondent for Eastern Canada um, here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And I have been asked by the illustrious Jason and Stephanie, who is also illustrious, uh, but I didn't want to repeat myself, um, to uh, do a review of a type of potato chip that is found in Atlantic Canada. And I have the, uh, the, the bag here, which you cannot see, but it's made in Atlantic Canada with white potatoes. Not just any potatoes, white potatoes. Um, and these are Donair chips. Now, I'm, I'm making a big deal of this, as always. Now, if some of you have uh, listened to my podcast, um, Stories from Sackville, um, you know that my, my co-host Peter and I often do these beer reviews. Now, I'm not going to do a beer review because I'm doing a potato chip review. However, I am going to have a beer with my potato chips. And this is Propeller Brewery, which is a local brewing company um, called they're extra special bitter. Now, I used to live in England, and I got hooked on bitters uh, when I was in, in, in England. And it's hard to get a good bitter in Canada, in Canada because uh, Canadian palates aren't geared towards bitters. Um, so this is the extra special bitter, which um, if any of you know it, you probably like it. Um, if you don't, I, I recommend it. But we're here today not to review this beer, as good and as it is. We're here to review these Donaire potato chips. Now, for those of you who don't know, a, a Donaire is a kind of specialty um, to Halifax. Uh, it, it, now, of, of course, there's all kinds of competing claims about who first invented the, the Donaire, but it's often associated with King of Donaire, um, Greek immigrants came to you know, Halifax uh, in 1973, opened up a pizza place, um, and began to make donairs. Now, what a donair is, essentially, is it's pita bread with uh, spiced beef. And the, spi the spiced beef is done on a spit, which is a, a hor horizontal spit rather than a vertical spit. Uh, split spit, uh, and it, it it slowly rotates with a heating uh, source, and then they take a big knife and they just sort of cut off strips of this spiced uh, beef, which then they serve with a sauce made from condensed milk. Um, it has since expanded to Western Canada and and stuff like that. That's what a donair is. So now these potato chips. Um, as I said before, made with white potatoes, are from uh, Covered Bridge, which is actually a New Brunswick uh, company, not a Nova Scotian company. Um, and on the front, I'm just I'm just looking at the bag here. And here I have the bag. Um, and on the front, obviously at the top, there's these Covered Bridge potato chips. And then below that, there's East Coast Lifestyle, which is a clothing company, um, which people... Um, like uh, Sidney Crosby, the, the hockey player, as some of you may know him, uh, not personally, of course, but you may know him as a hockey player. Uh, he has advertised and stuff like that, so that's a, that's a clothing store. Um, and then below that, it has the Keo Donaire label, um, uh, so I, I guess it is... Um, created in conjunction with both East Coast Lifestyle and King of Donaire. 
Um, so what I'm going to do now, um, I'm going to open it. I have not tasted these before. These are these are fairly new. Um, now, I, tradition uh, dictates that I must lick it. I think. Um, where's Brent Morris Morris uh, for advice when you want it? Uh, and how often has anybody ever uttered that that line? But anyway, so I'm going to lick these chips, and then I'm going to eat them, and then tell you about it. Now, I've had donairs. Uh, some of you may not have donairs. Now, donairs, um, as, as, as I'm, 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 I'm thinking, um, donairs are kind of acquired taste. Uh, I know people who hate them. Karen, my wife, for example, hates donairs. Um, so it, it's the kind of thing, it's like Marmite in the, in the United Kingdom. You either love it or you hate it. Now, I love it. I don't, I don't eat donairs a lot because they're very unhealthy. Um, but occasionally I get in the... Um, the craving for a donair, and um, I'm going to now eat of this chip. They're very good chips, by the way. Uh, East Coast, they're, they're kind of um, like kettle chips, if you know what I mean by that. Um, it's a thick cut, uh, thick cut kettle cook. Um, on the back, I will just read the back. The Covered Bridge, covered bridge East Coast Lifestyle and King of Dinner have united to create the ultimate Canadian snack. This thick-cut, kettle-cooked Donair chip embodies everything our maritime brands are about. Quality, value, and being proud of where you're from. Each batch is cooked with care, like great Grammy Leela made them on her wood-fired pot belly stove. Our homegrown potatoes give a unique flavor that will keep you reaching for more. It's a taste of home Alex McLean hungered for when he started his iconic East Coast lifestyle. So, there you go. Um, uh, yeah, they kind of taste like Donair. Um, they're not very strong. I'm going to have a beer now. I'm going to have a drink here. Um, I'm going to try another one just to um, sort of give myself another opportunity to um, consider this chip. As I said, they're a thick cut chip. The, the chips themselves are very good. Like the, the consistency, they're not that kind of, you know, some, sometimes when you get chips, they're kind of um, thin and kind of, you know, icky. Um, but these are quite good chips um, in terms of, of, of substance, in terms of texture. Um, I guess I do taste of Donair, right? They do, they're, they're not very strong, or at least I don't find them very strong, but they do taste of Donair. Um, actually, you know, I, I kind of like these. Um, I would eat them again. Um, on, a, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being ugh, and 10 being eh, um, or a as since I'm Canadian, I would give them an eight. These are these are quite good. Um, so if you want to uh, try them, I have no idea where you can get them. Um, I got them from Sobeys, which is another uh, East Coast uh, company, um, sort of like Loblaws. I think Loblaws only owned by somebody from Nova Scotia. Um, 
so yeah, so I would give them an eight out of ten. I would I would recommend them to people. Uh, if you don't like donairs, obviously, well, you might want to stay away from them. Although, you know, even if you don't like donairs, if you try donairs and, and, and you don't like them, even these aren't because they're not re I don't find them really strong. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna have another one here. Just a minute. These are quite good. Um, so, that's very good. Um, so you can find me occasionally um, doing a Madman podcast uh, with my friend uh, Dave Broadbeck. So if you want to listen to uh, two university professors talk about a TV show, um, that's, that's the show for you. Um, and I'm about to edit a very new well, it, it was recorded a while ago. It was recorded last year. But a new episode of Stories from Sackville with my friend Peter. Um, and occasionally you can hear me on my Twitter feed, Doc Pinko, uh, heckling Oliver Rockside and Jason. Um, so, for Half-Track Homies, I'm Steve Cloutier, a.k.a. Doc Pinko. Take care, bye-bye, and bye-bonds.